Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Settle Storm. Thank you for joining me today. I have been super inconsistent over the past couple weeks, and I will continue more likely to be over the next couple as well. Life always happens, and I love to encourage more people in platforms like these to take time and space when it's necessary. So that is my truth at the moment. I hope you are able to find content within that. For today, a quick episode, just kind of addressing different smaller, bigger topics in a condensed way. So not too recently, we spoke about boundaries, how to set them, what they are, how to perceive them, all different things like that. And today we're going to be talking about what happens when boundaries aren't enough or when boundaries just don't do the trick for you. Maybe they don't work in the relationship that you're working in. Maybe you still feel unfulfilled after you set a boundary. Maybe you still have some unmet need that you can't figure out. And I I see this most often in parental relationships, and this is definitely where I experienced most of this as well. So, you know, let's, let's revisit what boundaries are. They are more of a protective act for the self or a loving act for the self to in some way like I don't want to say control but at certain points it can be controlling of other people's behaviors Um, but it is a way to you know share your expectations and your yeah your expectations of a relationship what you think you deserve and what you will not settle for And it allows, like, an opening of understanding in relationships. So especially if you're in a mutual relationship, um, particularly with partners or friends, um, you might find boundaries are more easily able to be useful. And especially in narcissistic relationships, boundaries can allow you to find peace in yourself and continue to work through challenging situations. By telling yourself in those moments and also vocalizing that, you know, you will you will withstand only a certain amount of treatment. Or you will, you know, let's say for a boundary would be if somebody yells at you, you will walk away. It's not necessarily to tell them that you will walk away. It's so that you can allow yourself to really rest into the fact that you're going to walk away. If you have a hard time setting those boundaries with yourself. And majority of the time, boundaries are for the self. They're for us to personally rationalize and understand our role in the relationship and that we are seen and valued in it and that we matter in it. This is especially helpful for people users and things like that. But in those dynamics, when you set boundaries, they're not always going, they're not always going to keep you completely fulfilled. Sometimes they're going to leave you feeling drained or uncomfortable or even upset. A lot of times boundaries are hard to navigate and even negotiate and they can be hard to live with and work with realistically with people. They can also make you feel lonely. Like I know a boundary that I set personally is like if you say this thing, then I will not talk for a couple days. Um, and this is for extreme case scenario. I don't just do this normally with people. Um, but, but in that case, the boundary that I set might leave me feeling a little bit lonely. And like I'm missing this primary 
parental relationship. And that can be hard, but that boundary is also for you. So part of the reasoning I'm going into this is because a lot of times when we talk about boundaries, we don't realize that it's a practice of and within the self to realize our own values, our value and our self-worth and our growth, our expectations of how much we do deserve and expectations of how deserving we truly are. And part of the challenge that arises when you set boundaries and don't work on self-esteem and self-worth and self-concept and value in general, it can leave you feeling really absent. It can allow you to, you know, and these, not that these feelings are going to go away completely ever in this process, but it just kind of pulls you away from the idea that you're doing it for a good reason at times when you don't value or don't go into that self-concept with yourself in those moments. A good reminder in this case is that you are strong and that you're setting those boundaries for yourself. You're setting the boundaries so that you can better exist in the world as who you are. And there's another aspect of that that we can't control people's actions. Part of misconceptions I think about boundaries and some things that I even struggle with personally are that there sometimes can be controlling people's actions. And even like the example that I mentioned of if you don't, if you say this, see these things, which is a little bit more specific, but if you say these things and I will leave, in some way, shape, or form that is controlling this person's actions instead of my values um, being a primary orient in this. And what we need to recognize in these moments is that we cannot control people's actions. We need to see and understand people as whole human beings with an arrangement of emotions and experiences and capacities and their own challenges. Sometimes people not, might not remember your boundary or recognize your boundary or boundaries in those moments. And it's not their... They don't have to always know it. It's it's hard. You know, it can be hard to manage the self, let alone manage somebody else's expectations or relation to you. So in those moments, it's necessary to maintain the boundary with yourself of I'm still going to do this, but I'm also going to hold space potentially for where you are and recognize that you don't need to appease me. You don't need to do these things for me. It would feel really good and I would feel more safe, but I still have myself. And that's the main point of all of these things is to use boundaries as a tool in connection and understanding of the self. Our biggest priority in life is to connect with ourself and to understand and more deeply, you know, correlate different things with our identity (laughs) as humans and to more deeply understand and be able to communicate our emotions, our feelings, and our experiences. But sometimes we get very absorbed in the self and we can forget that other people have their own perception of you and their own perception of the self. Now, this doesn't mean that we need to accept abusive behavior or even at times empathize with it. I mean, I think it's important to still empathize with everybody who you experience, but that's also my perspective and sometimes it definitely fails me at times. So that's just my honest, you know, self-disclosing perspective within that. But we never need to 
although it's hard <laughs> to walk away from abusive behavior, that's where we need to recognize I'm more worthy than how this person is treating me. I am much more valued and I de am deserving of love and care and adornment and appreciation and this person is not giving me that. Rather than trying to control this person's behavior because clearly they don't have a positive self-reflection of themselves or outlet for their emotions, they're going to continue to take it on, out on you despite you setting these boundaries. Boundaries, like I said, are used primarily in healthier and somewhat more sane environments so that you can make space for yourself and the relationship that you're in. And I think when you're trying to leave an abusive relationship or, you know, um, distance yourself from somebody in this way, it can be helpful to initially set boundaries but that will never lead you to the perfect place. It will only guide you into yourself further, but it will never fix the relationship in itself in those situations. I think in really healthy relationships and very communicative relationships, boundaries can do a hell of a lot more. They can absolutely bring your communication closer together. It can allow you to understand each other more, and it can allow more expressions of emotions instead of reactions and it can allow everybody to feel safe and seen in who they are if it's mutually respected and seen and acknowledged but it can be really hard in those situations where the one person is setting boundaries and doing all this work and the other person is pushing them and pushing them and breaking them down but that doesn't mean that your boundaries are not worthy of being there it just means that your idea of yourself and your worth is far low, far much lower than it should be. And therefore, you know, you're settling in those those different relationships. And this can be really tricky, especially in a parental relationship. It's impossible to completely disconnect from those those figures. So there are certain boundaries, such as space, lack of communication for abusive parents and other methods as well but especially when it comes to parental figures there is a deep recognition that we need to have of they may never change they may always be who they are and but that doesn't mean that you didn't deserve more growing up and that you don't deserve more now and unfortunately you may have to give that more to yourself you may need to work through and heal yourself in certain ways to be able to get to points where you can offer that to yourself or, I mean, not or, and <laughs> attract relationships that also give you the same level of love and care and appreciation that you give to yourself or better. And yeah, we need to recognize those parents as humans, as flawed individuals who were never able to do that work for themselves or never fully be able to, or do so in a way that feels coinciding to you. I mean, just because there are parents don't mean that they are compatible emotionally or intellectually with you or with us, you know. <laughs> um, that being said, just because they're your parent also doesn't mean that you need to withstand horrible treatment from them. You know, boundaries, again are to create some type of distance potentially there. 
to allow you to feel safe in the relationship and safe in yourself enough to communicate while also still creating safety and allowing there to be acknowledgement. But it's not going to do the work to change their mind completely. And it's not going to do the work to make you see how much you deserve and how much you deserve to be loved. And yeah, (laughs) everything is always about the inner work and self-work. And it can be really hard to acknowledge at times. And, you know, we all go through different cycles and phases of life. And there's so much to be explored and understood. And so much of the challenges that we experience in life are family related there are relationally related. I mean, we're humans, we're meant to connect, we're meant to interact. And we really, you know, we develop our understanding of the self through other people. So other people, you know, are who our opinions are valuable to us, especially our parents. Those are our first inclinations of value when it comes to that. But that doesn't mean that we need to derive our self-worth from somebody whose own self-worth is deflated or inflated or who does not see the value in you. Moral of the story is know your worth and do the work. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Namaste.